We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Boon Wurrung and Woi Wurrung Wurundjeri peoples of the Kuli Nation people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we are virtually gathered today. We pay respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders here today. Welcome to Talent Punk. We're a delightful combination of fascinating guests from all over the world. Adventures, emotion, sublime turns and moves. We at Talent Punk stand in solidarity with those who reject racism and violence. We commit to fighting racism wherever we find it, including in ourselves. So now please join your host, Ollie Lambell. Bonjour. Nice, nice. Uh, good evening. Ça va? Bienvenue to the Talent Punk uh, French Touch 2 uh, edition. Um, Parler franglish is très difficile, but I'm gonna essayer. Utiliser mm -hmm. two uh, different languages en même temps makes ton cerveau wants to exploser. From the speed par laquelle it switches from our langue uh, to l'autre. What I'm doing maintenant is a sign of absolute genius. Merci. Lily, Evana, Keys. Merci uh, to be uh, nos invités tonight. I love tout de vous. Your talent, your attitude punk, your touche française, and to accept d'être on this show. Namaste. So without perdre more temps, et before le ridicule kills me, let's begin, mes amis, this très special segment, very français. Lily Crespi. Hello. Dear Lily, how are Hi. you? I'm great. First of all, congratulations for this intro. It must have been really, really hard. <laughs> no, très facile, très facile, très facile. <laughs> so Lily, I introduce you. Um, you are a neuroscientist uh, by trade. Um, and you can explain that quickly in a minute. You're a free diver, instructor, yep. and a photographer. Um, yep. And we'll talk about that. But before that, I want to say congrats on your um, ADA selection. Uh, thank and, you. And for everyone, <laughs> the ADA selection in the World Championship of Free Diving, and that's in September. And where is yep. that? It's going to be in Cyprus. In, in Cyprus. Yeah. And that's between the dates is 20th to 30th of September, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. So how and I guess everyone is asking now, how a neuroscientist become a free diver? <laughs> yeah, completely by accident, actually. Um, so yeah, I started uh, in a scientific career. I, I was always into biology since I was a teenager. That's, this is what I wanted to do. So I became a, a biologist and I worked in research, uh, cell biology and molecular biology on Alzheimer's disease for many years. I was working in London. Yep. I never ever thought in my wildest dream that I would work in a sports field. I was never a sporty person. I was always the last in gym. I just didn't like sport and still don't actually. And it just completely by accident. Either, no? Sorry? You didn't like swimming either. Um, I like swimming. I always love water, but I'm not a very sporty person at all. I'm quite lazy. <laughs> and so it's just, it just happened by accident. I, in 2011, my life went up in flames, let's say. <laughs> um, everything changed, like a, a long-term relationship ended and then pretty much this, at the same time, like two weeks later, I think my, my company closed the lab where I was working for economical reasons. So yeah, I just, and then I had to also leave my flat because I couldn't really afford to stay living there uh, by myself with no job. <laughs> so I just decided to just pack up and go. I had some savings and I just went for traveling for a few months. And while I was backpacking around Asia, I ended up on this small island called Kotao in Thailand. 
Yeah. And I was just walking along on the beach and I saw this uh, freediving school with a sign for a beginner course. And, you know, I've, I've always loved water. And I remember I was, um, I really, really enjoyed the movie, The Big Blue, when it came out, when I was like back in the, I was a teenager back then. And I thought, okay, why not? You know, let's try. And I signed up for a beginner lesson and that was it. I was just hooked from day one. It was just like a big revelation. It was like, okay, this is it. I love this. I will never get bored of this. I want to do this every day. And that's it. I just never stopped. <laughs> and something happened as well that Thursday. So you... He told me you had a training and you, you broke your leg, is that? Or? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was, I took my first course. Uh, yeah, it was really love at first sight with freediving. I completely fell in love with it. And, um, yeah, so, okay, I'm, I'm going to continue. I want to do all my different levels and see how far I can get. And I, I was really, really excited about it. And um, I was traveling at the time at the time with a group of 10 people that we met. We met each other on the roads of, uh, of Asia. And we had the plan to spend Christmas and New Year's together in another island. And I thought, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And then I'll leave the group and I'll come back to Kotao to do all my, all my different freediving uh, courses. And then that same night, I broke my leg. I fell off a balcony and broke my femur, and that was it. I just spent a week in hospital, got surgery, got sent back to France to to heal. And yeah, I had to wait a whole year until I could go back to to freediving. So then you went to Bali. I mean, the, the Bali, Philippines. Um, I, I want to talk a bit about Egypt because that's that's uh, that's a milestone in your life, and you spend a lot of time in um, um, Dahab. Um, mm -hmm which you, you told me is the blue hole of, uh, yeah. of the world. So, of yeah, yeah. Like Dahab in Egypt is, is considered a little bit as the Mecca of freediving because yeah. you have this blue hole that is uh, around 95 meters deep, very, very close to shore. Uh, so you just have like very short swim and you have this depth that is not unlimited, but is pretty good enough for majority of people training yeah. and <clears throat> the conditions are perfect you have no current the water is warm almost all year um very little waves and the life is very cheap in egypt and it's also very easy to reach from europe so yeah, yeah a lot of people a lot of freedivers go to to train there so what's free diving for you what's what's qu'est-ce que ça t'amène What's... Okay, big question. <laughs> um, it brought me a lot. Um, it it brings me for for me. It's it was obvious from the very first day. Uh, it's a kind of underwater meditation for me. It's a type of meditation. Yeah. So the very first dive, and this is how I fell in love with it. I still remember it like very very clearly. In my first course, so I was at 20 meters, which is which was the maximum allowed depth on the on the first level, and I was just there. It's uh, silent, it's quiet, and you have no like you're you're floating in 3D, so you're weightless. It's a little bit like being in space, I can imagine, and and you have no no thoughts. Like I just I was you're completely in the present moment. And there's no, all your worries from your daily life completely disappear. You have, you don't think about anything than what's happening right here, right now. So it's basically what's happening when you try to meditate. I don't know if you meditate regularly, but this is kind of, I think the goal of meditation is to try to be in the present moment. But for me, if I meditate, I, I try to meditate regularly on land and I find it harder. Like I have some, some thoughts coming and it's a bit more of a, of an effort to let them go and refocus on the here and now and in the water it just happens naturally you don't have to do anything it just it just happens you're there and you you don't have any other worries than what what you're doing right now during the dive mm. so i find it very um calming it's a little bubble of peace in your busy busy day mm. um and if usually if i'm in a bad mood or I have some stress or worries and I go for my training, I come out one hour or two hours later and I'm with a big smile on my face, feeling completely refreshed. And mm. yeah, it's a very peaceful 
and um, re-energizing activity, I would say. Yeah, you connect with yourself and you connect with nature. I could speak about it for ages. <laughs> but, um, um, this following question to Alexander, you know, you um, offer, Yeah, oh, he says uh, hi to you, by the way. I forgot to say, he told me to say hi. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, hi, Alex. Uh, <laughs> From Sweden, and he said, um, I asked him, I said, do, do, do you ever want to stay down there and not coming back? You know, like in the big blue, that story where he, you know, he wants to be a dolphin, no, just come yeah. back to, to breathe. Is that so this is one aspect of the movie that is very controversial in the in the freediving community because it portrays freediving in a, in a way that is not really the reality. None of us are like uh, death wish people, crazy people who want to take risks and stuff. We're very, very, it's very, very controlled. So we are very aware that we cannot stay down there and we don't want to stay down there. We're just visiting and coming back to the surface. And Fair and enough. it's very, that's, that's also why I like this sport. It's uh, I'm a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> to say and this is a sport where you're completely in control so you decide how deep you want to go you're always able to turn around and come back to the surface whenever you want as fast as you want and um, yeah there's no no there's no death wish or anything like that <laughs> so your deepest um deeper deepest free dive was 70 meter is that in yeah, um, that's right yeah it's funny. It's like I put this video together when I was uh, doing a crowdfunding for the World Championships in 2015. So it's quite a while ago. It's funny okay. to see all the images again. <laughs> I showed hair and everything. <laughs> so let's talk about the uh, World Championships. What um, what do you need to go? Because um, can you explain about sponsor? Because we had a chat about the sponsor as well, and. Um, there's no sponsor, so you're not sponsored by anyone, and you have oh. to go by um, your own means to, um, yeah, to Cyprus. It depends. Like you have two different federations. Uh, well, yeah, two types of world championships, two types of um, records, and everything. So one is AIDA, one is CIMAS. In CIMAS, the the French Federation usually pays for everything for the athletes, and in AIDA, they give a small contribution, which is nice, mm. but. Uh, majority of the, the budget comes from the athletes so some of the athletes are lucky and they're sponsored um, but in France I mean we are a nation of talented freedivers which is in some part great in another part tough because then you have a lot of competition like a lot of uh, very very good freedivers to compete with so of course the top guys are the ones um you know, attracting the eyes of the sponsors. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not a record holder or one of the best of the world, it's, it's quite hard to, to get sponsorship. So I'm trying. <laughs> so if anybody out there is looking to sponsor someone, I'm looking. <laughs> but yeah, most, uh, most athletes, most, most freedivers um, have, a, have a, a job on the side. Like they, they're working and they just train in their spare time because they need to, to earn money. Um, they, yeah, they don't that's what Alex was telling So do, yeah. do, you have, um, do you have a crowdfunding going on or...? No, this year, this year I decided not to not to do one for now. I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind in a few weeks. But yeah. for now, I decided to just try to look for sponsors the old-fashioned way and to try to fund my uh, my participation like this. I have a few sponsors, small ones for now. So thank you already to the people who uh, decided to sponsor right. me and still looking for for more sponsorship to to cover the rest of the budget. Can you tell yeah. who, who they are? I mean, you know, it's the medium. Yes, sure. So um, every athlete in the French team are receiving a little bit of money from AIDA France, which is yeah. really nice. Nice. Thank you. Um, Merci. Uh, one, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. One person in the French team managed to um, to secure a sponsorship from a company called Bio, Bio Future. And so they, they decided to give money for the whole team. So they given they gave a little bit of money to each of the athletes. And uh, um, my center, I have a center, freediving center in Egypt, in Dahab, called Dahab Freedivers, which uh, is going to also help me out with uh, some sponsorship. Nice. And I'm currently talking to another person, but I'm, I haven't. Did you, uh, 
best for that. Um, Let's talk about your photography. So you are a photographer, underwater uh, photographer. Uh, Craig's mm-hmm. going to put one of your pictures, but, but I think we saw one at the beginning in the intro. Um, when did you start photography? So photography, I started quite a while ago. I'm coming from a bit of a photographer's family. My grandfather's, uh, my grandfather was a yeah. photographer, professional photographer. My dad wanted to be one, so he... It's not his job, but he has all the cameras and he knows uh, how to do. So I always uh, been in the field, let's say. But I started photography like really when I was living in London. So around 2005 or something like this. Um, I joined uh, an evening class, which was uh, led by a professional photographer, Spanish photographer, Sol Abajo. And we took some evening classes and we, so back then we all used film, uh, film cameras. And we were shooting during the week or during the weekend. Uh, and then in the evening, I think we were meeting twice a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were developing our own films and printing our own pictures in the in the dark room. So all the old fashioned way, doing some exhibitions as well. So I fell in love with the, with the black and white photography back then. And I love, I still love film photography and the dark room. And then I switched to digital a little bit later when I went traveling because it was just more convenient. And then, of course, when I went into freediving, that was always one of my, at the back of my head, okay, I would like, like to join both and, and take underwater pictures. But of course, you need a big expensive equipment to have the housing uh, under, over your, your SLR camera. So it took me a while to, to get the budget to buy it. And finally, last year, I bought the equipment from a photographer friend of mine who was selling his. And uh, yeah, now I have the gear and I started about a year ago to take underwater shots. And you have some uh, very famous name as well in the, um, I mean, in in your sport, in the free diving sports. You've got some, it's, uh, the guys are. Sorry, say again. I, I didn't photo, the picture you take from, from famous uh, free diver, the French mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I'm lucky that when yeah. I when I had the camera I was still living in Dahab and uh, it's a big freediving community there so you have some very good very very good freedivers who uh, kindly agreed to pose for me nice. <laughs> and then here in France as well I have uh, I live in Nice now and uh, here as well it's a big uh, it's a big spot for freediving so I have some some uh, some friends like Guillaume Neri who lives here yeah. and agreed to let me shoot him in the pool. <laughs> and I invite everyone to go to Chips. Um, it's on Instagram. So see Chips as Chips. Um, and um, <laughs> Chips. <laughs> to finish with, sorry. Um, what's French touch for you, Lily? Oh, yeah. So you asked me this question. I had to think about it. <laughs> so for me, it's uh, it's, a different, it's different things. Uh, French touch. There's a little bit of a classy thing for me when we say French touch. Yeah. Uh, I think about more like the fashion. So a bit the, the classiness and the quirkiness as well uh, in fashion and in, in music. Um, a little bit out of the box. Uh, if we think of people like Prodigy or, you know, like we going a little bit out of the, out of the box. And also for me, it's a little bit of a, I don't know if I can say that. Can I swear on this? Wait, sure. <laughs> a bit of a fuck you attitude. Oh, yes. <laughs> like I do it my way and it's like this. And if you don't like it, I'll do it anyway. Kind of. <laughs> You know that uh, um, after the show, we're taking quotes from guests and um, and uh, post it on Insta. This one is <laughs> okay. Feel free to use it. <laughs> merci beaucoup, Lily. Merci. Thank you. Merci. You stay with us. Tu restes avec nous. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, cool. Next, Mr. Keys. Yo, yo. Bonjour. How are you? Bonjour. Bonjour. Good. Uh, yeah, very good, very good, very good. Uh, so, Mr. Keys, B-Boy, world champion, four times, filmmaker, artist, founder. <laughs> I like particularly the um, this one because it it shows um, breakdancing on on different 
very different way, very different side in a in a very artistic. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I like it very much. Anyway, it's just me. I'm sure you like it as well. Um, tell us a bit. How did you come to dancing? To break dancing, oh. what 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 was the trigger? Um, my big brother. Uh, yeah. Dance uh, before me. Yeah. Uh, in I think in nineteen uh, seven. Wow. When I was uh, nine. Nine years old. Yes. So uh, so I start uh, when I I um, I uh, I saw a, a, a b boy move when you saw when you do b boy move, and uh, I start I start dancing. Wow. And so, and you never, you never gave up. That was kind of a city coming, uh, come, uh, you don't. where? You know. Yes. For me, uh, I always, uh, do some move, but I don't know, uh, if, uh, it's a deep boy move or I don't know, um, you know, stand, uh, and stand or I don't know. Yeah. So for me, it's uh, normal to 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 dance uh, like this now. So non-stop since you you're nine years old. I don't know how old you are now, but um, so it's been it's been thirty-five. <laughs> um, so what's what's the what's the training like? What's what do you do every day? What's what's the rhythm of a b-boy guy? Uh... The key is uh, to dance every day, to start uh, with the um, basic move, and um, uh, uh, repeat, uh, repeat again, 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 again yeah. the, the the basic move, and after after this, um, find uh, um, my. Um, Comment dire, mon propre style. Your own style, yeah. Yes, uh, but every day, dance every day, uh, maybe uh, four, four, five days, uh, five days uh, by uh, by week, uh, and uh, maybe for ten, ten years, mm. <laughs> every day. And you say you were getting up in the morning as well. You told me when. We we had a chat. Um, you used to wake up at four a.m. Yes, when I have a when I find a good idea, yeah. I wake up and I try to to do the the, the move. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's why I do yes. this show because I. That's why I love you, you you know, ladies, <laughs> guys, your talent because this is. I'm so jealous. I, I mean, you know, in a way. But um, so four times world champion. It happened in 2010, 2011, and 2015, I think. Um, avec ton groupe, uh, Vagabond Group. Yeah. Vagabond Crew, yes. Oh, yeah. Vagabond Crew. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so now. B-Boy and um, breakdancing is going to be disciplined in the Paris Olympic in 2024. What yeah. ev evolution have you seen since 2015, since you were the world champion and, you know, and, and now? What's, what's the positive? What's, what's the struggles? What, what, what do you um, see? The positive is... Um... I start before uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, maybe uh, 10 years ago, uh, all the dancers have a different style. Mm. Now all the dancers have the same style. Mm. So for me, this is the, the difference before and, uh, and now. Um, so... For me, the um, uh, Olympic game, uh, it's, it's very good for the, the culture, for the, the dance, 
for the, the for everything. But uh, we lost um, the French touch. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. So, but, but, okay, no, you'll tell me after what is the French touch because you, you, you gave me an uh, awesome, well, what, what you think it is an awesome definition for you. But, um, so you are the filmmaker of this, um, of this video, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about uh, the background and when did you shoot that? Uh, it was uh, in uh, um, La Réunion Island. Yeah. Uh, the French uh, island um, and uh, I put uh, um, uh, planets yeah. uh, because the, the, the floor the, the um, on dit, uh, le lieu yeah. the place the place uh, looked like uh, the moon wow. so it was near the volcano uh, yeah? yeah 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 so I think uh, um I will put some uh, planet and uh, uh, everything for for um, between ambiance lunaire. Yeah. Sorry for my English. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's for English. So ambiance lunaire. Um, I love it. Ouais. And if people don't, uh, know, uh, they've got Google to go and uh, <laughs> look for the. <them. laughs> <laughs> no, c'est um, c'est super. Il uh, y a beaucoup de. Merci. Il y a beaucoup de poésie dans, dans tes vidéos, il y, a, il, y a, il y a beaucoup de choses. Et euh, il, y avait, il y a une autre aussi, enfin, euh, je parle en français maintenant. Euh, mm. so, uh, filmmaking is one of your um, um, activities or, or, or work as well now. Um, this, um, you, you've done a, a video on, on Paris when there was a, Um, the latest riots last last year, I think, or two years ago, in 2018, or something like that. Um, ah, yes. Uh, yeah, maybe three years ago. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, yeah, three, three years ago, I think. Uh, yeah, I love... Uh, um, I love uh, going the, on the street and uh, film... Uh, Crazy, uh, crazy thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, when it, quand il y a eu les gilets jaunes, c'était incroyable. It was incre uh, incredible. Uh, um, the yellow jackets. We're talking about. Yeah. 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 Yellow jacket. C'était, c'était fou. Donc, uh, j'étais obligé de filmer. <laughs> nice. What's next for you? Um, so. You're doing coaching now, touring. You're touring with uh, someone um, quite famous in France, Abdel, uh, Abdel Malik, uh, who yeah. is a slam uh, rapper. Um, judging as well. Um, yes. And um, any involvement in the Paris Olympic? Mm, not, no, 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 not too much. Not too much. No. Maybe photographer, not too much. reporter. Yeah, maybe a photographer, but uh, for the moment, uh, nothing. Okay. Yeah. And um, the other part is uh, your street art and your art. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna show Craig when you when you're ready. Um, a little bit of uh, your passion as well, and that I find that awesome. <laughs> uh, and that is called uh, Monku. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is uh, my butt or my ass? Uh, do you want to yes. tell a story about um, the name and about about yeah the, the cartoon about some um, about the story of Monku? <laughs> mm. In English, it's difficult. But, uh, I start... I'll try to translate. Je dis en français. En fait, j'avais une une agence de com qui s'appelait uh, Behind. Uh, so you had um, a communication agency called uh, Behind. In the past. Mais bon, qui voulait qui voulait plus dire uh, derrière uh, l'événement, derrière uh, la caméra, que derrière uh, que uh, le... Behind Behind the camera, then the voilà bottom, the bottom part, yes. Mais c'était une agence de com qui uh, qui, euh, qui était basé beaucoup sur le street art, euh, sur les événements de street art sur Toulouse et, euh, yeah. et ailleurs. 
it was based on on street art um, events in Toulouse and and you know anywhere in France as well. Voilà. Et du coup, euh, comme je dessinais un peu aussi à côté, je me disais que ça serait bien de de créer un personnage euh, qui va bien avec qui je suis, c'est-à-dire un peu fou, yeah. un peu marrant. Et du coup, euh, j'ai voulu garder le nom. Donc, euh, à partir de Behind, j'ai fait, euh, j'ai commencé à dessiner euh, ce personnage euh, cartoonesque. So he wanted to create a character that um, represented him, a bit crazy, a bit seriously not serious. <laughs> yes. Seriously, pas sérieux. And um, that's what you created uh, a bottom. <laughs> yeah. Ouais. En fait, j'aime bien, j'aime bien le, le ridicule dans, dans l'art. Euh, c'est-à-dire que je voulais faire un personnage aussi qui parle à tout le monde et en même temps où je me moque un peu de l'art. Ah. So you to, to have a character that is a bit ridiculous and just re- ridicule the art a bit. Um, yeah. Kind of punk, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Et pourquoi euh, donc en fait Behind, so, c'est devenu mon cul et... Ouais, c'était le premier nom. Yeah. C'était le premier nom. Après, euh, je l'appelais Headbutt. Headbutt. Euh, c'était, c'était son prénom. <rire> et après, de là, je me suis dit que c'était trop. Euh, c'était pas assez euh, Frenchy. Mm. Donc, euh, j'ai voulu euh, trouver un nom français, bien français, bien euh, direct aussi. Du coup, je l'ai appelé euh, mon cul directement. <rire> <laughs> and um, do you sell Monku? Can we, can we um, ask? Uh, where do you sell? <laughs> Où est-ce que tu, uh, tu, tu vends ton cul? <laughs> <laughs> voilà, tu, hey, tu vois, c'est pour ça que je l'ai appelé mon cul. Oui, oui, non, mais c'est, c'est parce que quand on parle de lui, c'est, c'est gênant un peu. <laughs> It's awesome. The conversation is absolutely awesome. So where, where uh, do you have a, a site or, or you're going to build a site? Non, j'ai pas, j'ai pas encore de site, mais euh, non, non, là, website, pour l'instant, yeah. c'est, du, c'est du bouche à oreille. Je, je vends sur, euh, avec Instagram. Word of mouth. So contact uh, Mr. Keys on Insta if you want one of his pieces. And you sell as well. Can you show us the, the little bit you showed me, the um, hard, hard, hard piece? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's like a coaster. <laughs> so if you want a monkey coaster, <laughs> just, just... Oh, my God. Awesome. All right, to finish with you, my friend, uh, what is uh, French touch for you? Um, dans, dans la danse ou en général? For you, but what does that mean? Euh, en général, la touche française pour moi, c'est, euh, c'est un peu, euh, euh, comment dire, déjà dans la danse, on a un style particulier en France qui est, euh, qui est euh, euh, par rapport à un danseur qui est décédé, que je t'avais parlé, euh, yeah. qui s'appelle Karim Barouche qui avait un style particulier et que dans la danse déjà le, le mot French Touch il est lié à cette personne et c'est un style très fluide mmh. euh, très beau et très fluide euh, que, que franchement nous sommes les premiers à avoir ce, ce style en France so, après uh, sinon euh, so the French Touch is, a, is, a, is it means it's very fluid um, and um, very beautiful And it was uh, brought up by a guy called Karim Barouche, who, is, uh, who passed away yeah. now, a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Après, euh, en général, c'est, euh, c'est genre, euh, moi, c'est les Français, on est un peu, on, on est des rampes dedans. Euh, <laughs> How do you say that? On aime, euh, on aime le bordel. Yeah. Oh, we we ouais. like the mess. Yeah, absolutely. Ouais. C'est ça un peu. Cool. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Merci à toi. Merci à vous. Merci. Thank you. Thank you very much. A pleasure. You stay with us. And now.
ミッキーバーナーミッキーエラー We've got a show、uh, to go very very soon but、um, so please、um, this is your time to shine We want to hear you. I'm just going to do a little introduction with a little song.、Uh, this is not mine, but、um, it's one of my favorite songs. It's called Let Me Love You by Mayo. So let's start with this song. Maybe I just don't get it. You and you've been hurt. I know you smell the perfume, the makeup on his shirt. You don't believe his story. You know that they don't last. Bad as you are, you stick around. And I just don't know why. If I was your woman, baby, you'd never worry about what I do. I'd be coming home back to you every night, doing your right. Not the type of men that deserve good things. Fist full of diamonds and fools of green. Baby, you're a star. I just want to show you you are. You should let me love you. Let me be the one to give you everything you want and need. Oh, baby, good love and protection. Make me your selection. Show me the way love's supposed to be. Baby, you should let me. <laughs> Et voilà, a little introduction. Oh, nice. Bravo. Merci. Yeah. Sympa, I was about to talk French again. <laughs> Definitely in the shower. <laughs> no, I've always been singing in the shower, but、um, always my, also always singing with my sisters, listening to music at home. But、um, yeah, I just started to sing in Australia, to be honest. I, was,、um, I left when I was 18, so no, 19. I got in Australia when I was 19, so after high school. And when I got here,、uh, I just did one year traveling a little bit everywhere, and I had to do what we call farm works in Australia. Oh, you were a backpacker, were you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> with my, I seriously got in Australia with a backpack, two <laughs> pants, two t shirts. That's it. And now I've got、uh, worth like 12 boxes to send back home. So <laughs> this is.、Uh, but yeah, I just started to travel. I've done my farm works to get my second year visa, and that's where. I bought my,、uh, my guitar. In, I was living in Barron Bay and I was doing my farm works there. And、uh, I was living in a tent. Too hard. Too hard. <laughs> Barron Bay. Oh my God. No, I was very lucky.、Uh, I've done very bad farms before, but this farm was the one where I bought my guitar and I was living in a tent and I was just like started to sing and told myself guitar, like seriously watching chords and videos on YouTube. Can I tell everyone?、Uh, oh, well, I mean, the Aussie knows, but for the French,、uh, Barron Bay is the hippie place、uh, of Australia.、So. <laughs> I'm not a hippie, but. That's it. Yeah, so I just, yeah, I got inspired. And when I got back in Melbourne, when I got my second year visa,、uh, I, I just started to travel again. My sister got to Australia and I started to sing on the streets. And from singing on the streets, I got big gigs、uh, like the Australian Open Tennis, the Grand Prix,、uh, the Flemington, the race course,、um, all those big events in Melbourne, which are you know, huge here. So I went from singing seven songs on the streets to strangers walking past to, to the Australian Open where there w a s like 300 people in front of me. And I had to learn. In, I remember they asked me to sing. Um, for three hours in a row. And I was like, oh my God, I, I can't do that. I don't know enough songs. So in three weeks, I had to learn 35 songs. <laughs> three weeks. 
and I got there and I was like in front of a crowd and I was singing there every day at the Australian Open for two weeks and it was amazing though but yeah I got from there to there and now I'm recording my first EP so it's good <laughs> and um, we'll talk about the EP but what, what's your, your style what, what, how would you qualify your style what do you like uh, I'm into R&B and soul I would say um, the first original I've wrote was in French because it was dedicated to my cousin that I lost. So that's the thing. I, I always did covers, covers. And then uh, in 2019, I lost my cousin. Um, she passed away when I was in Australia. So it was very hard for me because financially I couldn't offer to go back home and be with the family and and have that support around. And so I got very sad and everything went wrong. And But I was doing my music and I was very happy with doing my gigs, but I was so sad of not being able to see my family and be there for them. So I wrote this song for my cousin that passed away. On the same day, I knew like she passed away. The next day, I just wrote the whole thing, recording in the studio the two days after. And and a year later, uh, I, I released my first single. So yeah, R&B and soul, I would say. That's June, um, and it's a beautiful song, actually. Um, and okay. so, tell us about your EP now. So, there's a song that we're gonna see. Mine. Um, we're gonna see the yes. video because it was released not a long time ago. So, uh, to end the show, um, tell us about it. Yes. So the plan is. So it was um, very interesting because obviously it's been very hard with um, all the lockdowns and um, this pandemic because I just started to, to do my own path and to have my network just before that. So I had to adjust um, while I was in lockdown. So luckily I recorded June before. Mine, it was halfway of it. I finished it in between uh, the two lockdowns and then I did the music video clip at the end of the big lockdowns. Uh, so everything had to be organized. So I organized everything during lockdowns, contacted people, videographers, producers, everyone during the lockdown. And as soon as we were out of it, I was just straight to the studio and done everything. So that was mine. Mine came out uh, recently this year, actually. I think that was in April. Oh my God. I don't... It was soon, um, earlier this year. And then I'm just finished to record the third song now. And I called back. The fourth song is on the way as well. And yeah, there, there will be four songs on this EP because the title will be four, <laughs> my favorite number. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when is the next uh, song release? So the thing is, because I went through a crowdfunding to be able to uh, pay for that EP because financially I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't do it. Um, so I've done that all crowdfunding and luckily I've been able to, to, you know, reach the amount. Uh, thanks to everyone. Thanks to everyone. Like if you're watching, thank you so much because without you, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to do it. Um, and, uh, so the plan is to release the whole EP altogether. So the next release will not be back by itself as a single, but back plus time, the last one, and then the whole four songs together. Well, let us know, and um, I will. <laughs> if we have your authorization, we'll put it on the show again. But um, it, definitely, super cool. Um, before you go, so you're performing tonight, where people can see you in Melbourne. What is the place you're performing? Away. So tonight, um, yes. So I'll be going in Docklands. It's a restaurant, bar restaurant. It's called the Expressionist. And I'm performing every Friday. So usually, like, obviously with the lockdown, I wasn't. But now I'm back this Friday, hopefully every Friday. But also I'm doing uh, yin and uh, like live music workshops, if yeah. you're interested. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, with one of my friends uh, here in Melbourne. Her name is Wendy. She does. She's a yoga teacher. And we just organized that. It's a really nice workshop where I just sing with my guitar and she's doing a yin session with everyone. We always sell that. So it's, it's been very good. And I've got another one coming up on the 27th. So you can just book, um, just go on my Instagram, Ivana Music, E-V-A-N-N-A Music. And uh, I'll give you all the details if you need uh, some more. I'll be there. Oui. <laughs> oui, oui. Um, what's French touched for you? French touch. Um, well, Lily and Vincent said it well. It's it's exactly a mix of everything. At the same time, it's classy elegance, like 
you know, always, I don't know, French are always trying to look good, I feel like. I don't know. We got, look, you got your hat on. <laughs> it. uh, it's classy, but also Laurent Dedans, he was saying like, we, like, we're straightforward, you know, we're not, we're not, we don't cut the bullshit. This, it's, we, if we want to say something, we say it. Um, but French touch internationally, I would say it's the baguette. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the beret. Uh, it's all those things. I don't know. People just love when I just throw little French words in my English. Obviously, I love speaking English and I don't like being a, like, I don't really speak French here. But uh, if, if, you know, I work also at a cafe, so I make coffees and every day at, at least 10 people talk to me in French. So I have to deal with this, which, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun. So yeah, French touch, it's classy, but like straightforward and baguettes. <laughs> classy, straightforward and baguette. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, classy, straightforward and baguette. Um, and the FF uh, word from Lily. That's it. <laughs> Lily said it. <laughs> um, that's it. I think that's it. That's yeah. It. That's oh, it. thank you so much. I, I, like, I really love learning and meeting a lot of people like that. I love it. It's, uh, it's been very interesting. I've seen Lily. Uh, it's been uh, striking a conversation uh, with uh, Keys with Vincent. So I think, um, yeah, good. Ah uh, yeah, I can see. Yeah, I love the I love discovering you your universe, guys. It was really cool. And mm -hmm. yeah, I was saying to Vincent that uh, back when I was in London, I did a, a photography project. I was there was uh, the the B-Boy Championships in London almost every year, and I went with my camera and I took a lot of uh, black and white pictures with movements and stuff. And and I saw the video of him that you showed, and I was like, oh my god, I wanna I wanna shoot this again. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Thank well, you, thank you, thank you. Well, Toulouse, uh, Nice, uh, c'est pas, pas très loin. Yeah. Short trip. I'm going to give you a lot of kisses to everyone. Enjoy the music video. I'm going to go to my gig tonight. I hope, I hope that I'm going to see some uh, faces as well tonight. And nice meeting you all. Enchanté. Enchanté. Et puis, bah, bonne journée du coup en France. Have a good day in France and have a good night in Australia. Bon, Enjoy your Thank bye you. bye. Merci, bye, bye. Merci beaucoup. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ben voilà, donc euh, c'est fini. Euh, on va pas se dire au revoir, mais plutôt euh, à bientôt. Enfin, j'espère. À bientôt, Lily. bien sûr. À bientôt. Lily, Evana, Keys. Uh, merci, merci pour votre gentillesse. From the bottom of my heart, I wish you plenty of bonheur. Um, thank you to my team, Karen, Drew, and Craig, to our followers and listeners. Don't forget to listen to us, to follow us. We are because you are, because we are Ubuntu. Craig, take it away. Thank you.
what I wanna do. I got you on your knees, then I got you free. Never been less, never been so stressed. Unless you made a fucking mistake. What do you think I'm a fool? You better keep it cool, cool my pool like the good old days. Remember those days when it was always your ways. Never liked it anyways, no. Never loading, never looking, never got between you and me. You never kept it real, never shown me. Baby, love me, baby, kiss me, baby, let me tell you what I wanna be free. I only want what's good for me. We never been clean, never been real. Did you think I was your meal? Still looking for that ring. Where were my feelings? I'm playing with you. I'd rather do. I'd rather go home than seeing you. Oh, baby, I'm playing with you. I'd rather do. I'd rather go home than seeing you. Thank you for listening to Talent Punk. Keep tuning in to our shows and don't forget to subscribe. You can find us at talent underscore punk on Insta and Facebook. Ubuntu, we are thanks to you.